0: Hey guys, it's Corey. In today's episode, I'll recap week five and we'll take a look at the week six matchups. This is the Brotherhood of Elite Footballers podcast. All right, and we are back. Man, it feels like it has been over a week since I've been able to record anything. Um, But I think that it's just been really crazy for a lot of people these last couple days or this last week. I know it has been for me. And so um, I'm actually doing this one solo because it just hasn't uh, worked out to um, record with somebody this week. Which is okay because that means this one will be probably a little shorter since there's not going to be as much back and forth. Um, but, um, I do, you know, want you guys to still participate as much as possible. So please, especially on episodes like this, where I'm by myself, um, please like email our league email or shoot me a text or, um, write in the chat and just leave some feedback, you know, tell me if you agree, disagree, things like that. I always enjoy hearing from you guys. So, um, please, if you can do that, that'd be great. All right, so let's jump right in. And um, the first thing I'm going to talk about is actually the trade that took place yesterday between Colby and, and myself. And um, I know that you know there was some chat going back and forth about it, and I tried to not chime in really because um, I wanted to be able to just talk about it on here. And you know, it wasn't I wasn't able to get with anybody um, when it happened to record. So um, I'm just going to kind of. Um, pieces together for you guys Uh, mostly from my end but a little bit from Colby's as well Um, so the the trade was for Carson Wentz um, and uh, Bill's defense Colby was giving me Carson Wentz and the Bill's defense and I was giving him Darren Waller and the Colts defense um, so, I mean, most people would say that this obviously weighs, just on paper, weighs in favor of Col- Colby, um, considering that Wentz um, currently, you know, with where he's ranked and everything, um, you know, wouldn't it be considered a, a starter in a 12-team league. Obviously, you always have to look at the teams and what kind of situation they're in. So you guys know that I've been hurting for a quarterback with Russell going down, um, and then even Daniel Jones getting his concussion over this uh, last weekend with, in that game. And so Wentz, you know, I've, I've been liking what I've been seeing from him the last two games. Um, I think that he's pre- performed pretty well. And the biggest thing about Wentz is um, that a lot of his offense, uh, outside of his O line has uh has been pretty healthy and so he's got all the receivers that he, you know, um needs and um, you know, working with the first team rep guys. Um and then just his matchups coming up. You know, if I'm if I'm losing Russ for six weeks, then you know, um he's somebody that definitely has a decent matchup in my opinion. Um he's got Houston coming up, San Fran, Tennessee, Jets, Jacksonville, and that's just the first five weeks. And so, I'm liking that. I like what I see there. I've liked what I've seen the last two games. Um, I mean, I I do like Wentz as a person, but fantasy he has not always been the best. Um, But I'm in a tough spot, and, you know, there's a lot of guys on the waivers that people could argue he might be, you know, right around the same as far as, like, Baker and Teddy Bridgewater, and um, I I believe Heineke was available at the time. Um, So, like yes, like there are those guys, but they're all kind of in the same boat. And as far as the schedule matchup, I liked it. So that's definitely why I pursued this trade. Now I know that Colby has expressed, um, how much he's needed, needed a tight end. He hasn't liked Robert Tunyon, um, that, you know, the trade that when he went, uh, the trade that involved, um, nets with that, um, you know, he, that hasn't panned out for him in that position. So, um, you know, I was able to use, um, kind of my, my, uh, tight ends on my team. I've been fortunate enough to, to have, you know, I drafted Waller obviously, but I picked up Dalton Schultz and Dawson Knox, uh, during the season and I've been able to trade Dawson Knox away and now I'm trading Waller away. Um, and now we, we all know that like Waller has been like notoriously is a better tight end than, Dalton Schultz and and I probably could have done Dalton, Dalton Schultz, but I don't know if I would have gotten the defense in return. Um, and I, and I didn't really want to do Dalton Schultz just for Carson Wentz. So I wanted to package the deal a little bit better. Um, that way I was still kind of getting something. So, um, you know, and, and just my personal opinion with Waller, he hasn't performed, um, like I thought that he was going to this season and I'm sure he could definitely get there, but, I'm not as optimistic on him as I was when the season first started. And the big thing is, you know, he was the number one target share on his team. He no longer is. Hunter Renfro has taken that um, spot. And so he's just not being looked at enough. And then watching the games, he's being double teamed a lot, rightfully so, um, because he's such a good player. But um, the other thing is that, you know, outside of his target share going down, you um, the Raiders were really the, the 3-0 team that I had said had the most question marks around it, um, you know, that I didn't think they were very legit and they were winning very close games. And just, I, I wasn't sure about them. And sure enough, the last two weeks they have, you know, lost and lost bad. Um, and then, you know, so I, I think that the, the team is just going downhill right now. And especially with the news of like, um, the firing with Gruden and just uh, that whole situation, like I don't think that their team is gonna get any better than, um, than you know what they were the first couple weeks. Uh, I think they're gonna continue to get worse actually. So I, I just don't really want any part of that offense anymo- anymore, even though Waller is such a good player. Um, I'm just not sure um, that it's gonna he's gonna play out the way that I originally wanted him to. Um, so I basically was trying to trade him high in my view. And I know that's, I knew that, you know, somebody was going to want him because he is a good player and, and that he still is going to be a set it and forget it tight end compared to what some of them, um, some of the guys in our league have. So, um, and, and to be honest with you, I've, I also have been really impressed with Dalton Schultz. I think that he's also developed himself into a set it, forget it starter. Um, you know, he's done really well the last two weeks, especially, but hit the target share has basically been equal to Darren Waller or more. And, yes, there's a lot of weapons on um, on the Cowboys, but similar to the Bucks, like with Gronkowski, like Gronk still gets that ball. Like, they still feed him, and that's kind of what's happening with Dalton Schultz. Blake Jarwin, I thought, was going to split more time with him. And he he still gets on the field for some snaps. But it's very clear now after the last three games that Dalton Schultz is like the guy there um, that they want out there in the big plays. And he's also pretty good at blocking. So um, he's just valuable all around um, on the field. So he's going to be out there more. But um, that's why I I chose not to give Dalton Schultz up because I've been – watching the games and just his scores have stood out and I just really like how he's been being used. So, um, you know, I'm going to put my, um, you know, I'm going to just play him over, over Waller. And I actually considered it this last week anyway. So, um, yeah, I'm just a little more optimistic on him and that's kind of why I wanted to keep him. And so now he's going to fill my starter spot and he's going to stay there and I'm going to play him out. Um, but yeah, I, I felt that Waller for Wentz was a little, um, you know, too much weight on, uh, in favor of Colby. So that's why I wrapped the defenses in, obviously, like you guys know me, like a kicker and the defense is not a very valuable position, um, because they can be so, um, inconsistent and, you know, really we look at the bills, um, and they have been pretty good, uh all year and just looking at their schedule, it's like it's a joke. It's an absolute joke. And I'm like, there's no way that they're not gonna just just destroy majority of these teams. I would say eighty percent of the teams that they're gonna play the rest of the season, they're just gonna completely destroy. Um, you know, and and so I, I definitely have more faith in this defense than like I probably ever have in other defenses. Um, and you know, and I was able to use the Colts as a trading point because they, if you go look, the Colts actually have a very good schedule, um, as well. And the Colts defense has been pretty good for the most part, other than last game when the Ravens kind of came back out of nowhere and did their thing. But, um, moving forward, you know, they have Houston, San Fran, Tennessee, Jets, Jacksonville, uh, they got Buffalo and Tampa, which are the two that are like the tough ones. But then it's back to Houston, New England, Las Vegas, Arizona is another one that's kind of tough. But Jacksonville. But the majority of those matches, it's like you're gonna you're gonna play this defense, and you're definitely gonna be able to score some points. So um, being able to trade those defensive defenses uh, off to you know from Colby and I, I feel like kind of um, made that trade a little more even. I, th- I still think. It's, you know, on paper, probably in his favor, obviously. Um, but, but you got to look at my need and my need is definitely going to be a QB for the next couple weeks. And, um, you know, I believe that once based off of matchups could definitely, uh, could definitely get it done for me. So, um, the funny thing is that for some reason, like in my mind, I had flipped the Monday and the Thursday night game. So I actually thought that, bills and titans were playing thursday and the eagles bucks were playing monday so like when this trade when i was looking at this trade on um wednesday what was it wednesday wednesday morning i i, I was very aware of like okay it takes two days to process so like i was like oh man this trade probably not gonna this pr- trade is not gonna go through anyway now that I'm looking at it, so, and Colby was kind of going back and forth with me a little bit. Like, you know, he wasn't, he liked it, but he was trying to get a little more. And I was like, dude, there's not any more I'm going to give you. And he's like, okay, well, how about this and this? And and we just, you know, what if we just did one for one? And I was like, this is what I'm offering. This is all it is. Like, take it or leave it kind of thing. And then I literally was like, dude, wait a second. Like, I'm not even going to get the Bills defense this week because their game tomorrow and then like they're on buy next week so i was like dude this is they're gonna be done for two weeks like i don't even think i want this anymore and like i had kind of expressed that like man i'm not even gonna get them for this week like totally unintentionally like messed this up in my head and colby purposely went in there and accepted the trade right away as i was going in to like retract it just to like double check things and look again And so I was like, I cannot believe you just did that. And he's like, oops. And so, but then, and then like, I don't know, probably an hour later, he texted me. He's like, dude, what are you talking about? The Bills and Titans play on Monday. And I was like, oh, thank good, dude. Like I had no idea. Thank the Lord. Um, So that was actually like a relief for me. But um, yeah, it was just kind of a funny interaction with, with Colby um doing this trade but that's that's basically my point of view why I took the trade um let me know you know whether you agree yeah, or you if you don't agree why I mean I always like doing um trade talk and fantasy talk so um definitely let me let me hear it all right now let's jump into the last week we're going to recap week 5 real, real quick um I'm just going to go down my list from uh top to bottom. So I'll start with, uh, Colin and myself, Colin beat me up pretty good. Um, and really it was only due to two players, Tom Brady and Austin Eckler just had crazy games and the rest of his team didn't really show up. I mean, Debo did not play well. He just kind of had that lucky touchdown in there. And then other than that, you know, his kicker scored more than average, but all around, like his team really underperformed for the most part as a whole, um, but a win's a win, and Colin got me. And it, it was definitely frustrating because my team did show up um, pretty well. And, uh, you know, I knew that going into this game, I, I, I just knew, like, the the injury that Russ h- had in that Thursday night game, uh, anytime your quarterback scores that low, like, you're going to be hurting big time. So a- after that, I kind of wasn't expecting to win. But, you know, a- as I was watching the day, um, go on. That I started to get a little more hope, um, just seeing my all my receivers perform, and Cream Hunt showed out. But my team has really been plagued by a lot of injuries this season. I would say that it's um, very similar to what Andy and some of you other guys have gone through. Certain seasons where it's just like you just lose a guy, and then you lose a guy the next week, and then you lose a guy the next week, and so that's kind of what's been going on with me. Um, also, just unfortunate with the schedule, like. I have the most um, points scored against me, but I also don't, you know, I have a pretty good points four as well. Um, Not not the greatest, but, you know, it's just kind of how it works. And so um, it's tough losing and being one and four and starting this way, but there's plenty of season left. I'm optimistic, um, you know, especially with the trade that I just made. Hopefully I can kind of get a new jump. I still like my team. Um, I really just need to get my guys healthy, like McCaffrey. I need him back, and you know, hopefully we can just get moving with that. Um, but we'll see what happens. Um, but as far as Colin goes, you know, some of his guys that had ba- a bad day um, was—it's really not typical, um, or I would say it's not uh, usual for them to have this bad of a day. So he should still be feeling really good about his team because. I think Austin Eckler and Tom Brady are probably going to come back down to earth a little bit, but the rest of his team still going to probably show up a little better than what they did. So he's going to be okay. Um, Colin sitting at three and two right now in a pretty good spot. So that was, uh, that was um, our matchup. Uh, next up was TK and Spencer. And, um, you know, I thought this would be a lot closer, but Spencer's team kind of, um, you know, they didn't really show up this week. Um, and I know he's had some a little bit of injuries too, um, but uh, TK's team just went off, completely went off in every position um, for the most part. Um, and, you know, Justin Herbert, 55, and Najee Harris had a huge game, 20 points. Cordell continues to produce. Devonta Adams' massive game. Cooper Cup did pretty well. Dawson Knox, 19.95 points. So that trade uh, definitely has been been uh good for TK even if it was just for the tight end position. Um but um yeah, I mean TK finally got his win and it was a big one, 168. That might be the highest scoring, I can't remember. You guys can correct me um in the chat, but um unlucky uh for, you know, I'm not sure Spencer would have won even if his team did show up, but you know, he's still 3 and 2, sitting in a great spot. TK got his first win. He might now st- you know just get on a roll at this point he's one and four with me but he has scored more points four so he is uh sitting in 11th place and um yeah so he should feel good about that performance and feel good moving forward next up Andy and Charles um another matchup that kind of uh you know Charles is a kind of um I would say you know n- just now getting into the like what my boat was um, like he just had a very unfortunate week um, of injuries with Dalvin Cook and David Montgomery and Chris Carson and all the, all three of those guys out, which w- would be normal starters. That's just really really tough to handle. And so he he just I mean his running backs that he was starting was just like <laughs> J.D. McKissick. You're just hoping he vultures Antonio Gibson's touchdowns and uh khalil um herbert it's like who who is this guy but um you know he 7.5 points i mean it's hard to ask for a lot from guys that like aren't even supposed to be on a roster right now but just an unfortunate week still scored over 100 so um you know not terrible 109 Andy's team continues to show up. Dak produced. Alvin Kamara had a big game. James Robinson seems to be back to himself. Um, so he's got the two running backs that are just blowing up. And then, um, yeah, CeeDee Lamb has been great, and he's got the, the combo. So um, anytime Dak's getting points, it's like good good percentage of it is probably CeeDee Lamb. DJ Moore had an um, underwhelming game, uh, but that's not normal for him. Uh, let's see. That's his lowest scoring game so far. So, yeah, I mean, Andy is looking more and more like the team to beat right now. Um, sitting at 4-1 and one, and Charles now 2-3. and three. So plenty of season left. A lot of injury is probably still going to happen. Um, you know, more trades, all kinds of stuff. So we have no idea. But both those guys shouldn't feel um, terrible, especially Charles when he gets those guys back. I think that he's going to feel a lot better about his team. Next up, we got Andrew Martin against Andrew Nets. And uh, another blowout win for Andrew Nets. You know, his team, uh, it's funny because his quarterback was Sam Darnold. We were at the game, and it's just funny, like, sitting with Nets, and he's, like, cheering for Sam Darnold to, like, make a pass, but also, like, have the receiver go nowhere because we're playing them and it was just kind of funny Um, I didn't really look at fantasy at all when I was at the game Um, but Nets was like so torn you know playing hurts but it's his team and you know having Darnold and you know, it's just kind of an interesting situation for him, I think. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're. I think the everything that he wanted to happen um, happened. You know, he won in fantasy. Uh, Sam Darnold uh, did not play well, but he won, so it doesn't matter. And the Eagles did win, and so you know, Jalen had a decent game, but still, you know, it didn't it didn't help Andrew Martin win for fantasy. Um, but yeah, I mean, just rough Saquon, obviously getting hurt is a pretty big, um, you know, that anytime you got a guy that gets hurt on your team right early in the game, it just sucks. So, uh, Austin Hooper, I don't know what happened there. Um, I, I don't think that he was injured. I just don't think he was targeted at all. Um, I'm not exactly sure. I'm, I'm sure somebody I'm looking at it right now. I don't see any report on him. Yeah. All it says is just wasn't targeted at all. So, um, that game was pretty crazy. And I guess they just weren't utilizing the tight end position as well as they wanted to, but Thielen had a low game. Brandon cooks had a low game, you know, chase Edmonds had an early fumble and they kind of, um, you know, weren't using him as much because of it. They also, it was a very low scoring game as well. Steelers defense didn't do squat. So yeah, Andrew Martin's team just kind of, um, stunk it up this week. And, uh, He's sitting now at 3-2. and two. Nets gets his third win. He's now at 3-2. and two. Zeke had a big game. Antonio Gibson, big game. Tyreek, you know, not as big as normal, but 9.5. Metcalf went off. Mark Andrews, oh my goodness. This is the tight end that Colby originally gave up. 33.45 points. Just insane. So, I mean, that's not something he's going to do every week, obviously. But, you know... um, it's hard to see when you trade somebody away and then like you see all those guys produce like that but anyway anyway 137 to 75 it's a good win for nets i know he wanted it so um congrats next up colby against luke oh man this was a good one to watch actually um it was much uh, more exciting than I thought it would be. The scores were way higher than I thought it would be. And most of it is just because they're quarterbacks. Both are insane. Um, Josh Allen, 45 points. Lamar Jackson, 55 points. Yeah, so I know both of them were probably feeling pretty good once they hit over 100 points. Um, and it was pretty close up until that last game. Um, Luke ended up taking it 140 to 124 and, yeah, even with a couple injuries, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire for Luke is now an IR. He got hurt, but um, Chubba Hubbard showed up, and if McCaffrey comes back, he's going to lose him as well. But for now, he's getting him the points he needs to win games. Uh, Deonta Johnson, yeah, it's just crazy. We keep talking about Luke's team, like, only winning low-scoring games, but here he is just putting up 140 to win another one. So good for Luke, um, and we'll see how he can keep it up. Colby um looking at his team I mean part of the trade that he he did was Josh Allen and that has definitely worked out for him so far uh Miles Sanders continues to underperform most of that is because of the way the Eagles are using him and Nick Sirianni um but uh maybe that will change we don't know so and then yeah Tunyon did nothing and he's had a couple running back holes that he's he might be able to fill. Javonta Williams seems to be getting more of a workload each week, so um, I actually think that that he might be a guy that ends up taking that starting position and being a set of forget-it. It seems like he's kind of taking more and more from Melvin Gordon each week. So um, I know that Melvin Gordon's on his last year with the contract with the with the Broncos, so um, I wouldn't be surprised if they start using Javonta Williams more and more and like kind of seeing what they have that way going in the next year they're ready but um yeah I, you know both the quarterbacks on his bench scored well and uh amari cooper was on his bench uh, i'm not sure why actually but um 12.75 points uh, i mean i would i would definitely be starting him over marvin jones for sure uh just because the dallas offense is pretty hot so um yeah we'll see what kind of changes he makes for this week uh, last up is Jeremy versus JB. Jeremy shows up big, 145 to 89. Uh, JB, part of his problem is obviously Kyler Murray having a low week. I don't think this is going to be normal for him. So, um, you know, and then obviously he had he had Joe Mixon who was um, originally was out but then was announced as in right before the game. Uh, he chose to sit him. I'm not really sure what's going on with Joe Mixon right now. But I'm, I wouldn't be too concerned if I was JB with him. I would probably be able to slide him in this week. And then Miles Gaskin has that week where he goes off and you just you don't know. So um, tough one for JB. And I think that he'll be able to bounce back, though. But, yeah, Jeremy, great win. Um, I would say all around his team just performed well. He didn't have – Mike Williams obviously had a pretty massive game, 30 points, but like everybody else – I would say produced numbers that, like, you can kind of expect. Aaron Rodgers, 26. Nick Chubb, 24. Uh, Daryl Henderson continues to uh, put points up, 16. Hopkins, Hopkins 16. Um, yeah, so uh, all around his team did really well this week. So that's a big win for him. He's now sitting at two. Both of them are now sitting at two and three. So I know that they're looking for... Uh, this next week is going to be a really big game for them so let's jump right in and um, look at week six and i'll start again at the top uh, i am playing charles this week um, again i'm one and four charles is two and three so this is going to be a pretty big matchup for both of us um, just not wanting to drop can even farther i know that i really really need this win and um obviously you know, I'm, I'm really hoping McCaffrey's back this week. Uh, you know, if he is back, then my team's going to look pretty solid with, um, Wentz and the bills defense in, in place as well. So I'm definitely, if McCaffrey's going to be playing, I'm going to feel really good about this week. And, um, you know, I, I I'm going to say that I'm going to take it, but, um, we'll see what happens. Uh, Charles, it doesn't look like, um, he's got I know David Montgomery is for out for sure, but I'm not sure um, if we know about Dalvin cook or Chris Carson yet right now that's showing their projections. So there's a good chance that they could be playing. Um, And then he's got JD McKissick as his flex. So not a great flex play, but yeah, I mean, just looking at matchups, obviously Mike Evans is one of his receivers and Robert Woods. They both are playing really good matchups with the Eagles and giants. So, you know, that's in his favor, I would say. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll just see how it goes this week. Again, I think it really falls, comes down to, you know, whose players on both of our teams are injured or not. Next is Spencer against Colin. Um, this is, uh, going to be a pretty big one just because it's Tom Brady and it's Patrick Mahomes and both those guys can just go off. Um, you know, uh, after the week Colin just had, um, you know, I think that he might continue on that uh, kind of scoring path, but who knows? We'll see. Um, He does have a lot of very good matchups this week. So, you know, we, I would say the one thing that's kind of odd is Damian Williams uh, or sorry, excuse me, Daryl Williams, um, backup for uh, CEH on the chiefs excuse me um collins starting him and uh you know that's just an interesting play to me i mean i know he likes um obviously the running you know wanting to have three running backs is can typically be be better three starting running backs better than like a wide receiver but i don't know you know how much they're actually going to use him chiefs don't run the ball a lot like other teams do so We'll just have to see how that goes. I mean, it could play in his favor and it could be huge for him. It could be a really good pickup and, you know, he might have a huge week. But Spencer, um, you know, he's got all his guys. Uh, T. Higgins is back and, you know, Diggs has really been um, like not, he hasn't been bad, but like he definitely has been not himself um, as far as fantasy numbers. And I don't think that that's going to continue. I think that he's. It's just going to happen with the Bills' offense and everything. Like, you know, he's just going to end up putting crazy numbers up one of these weeks, and then it's just going to go on from there. But yeah, this is going to be a really good match. It's split 50 50 right now, and I'm really not sure which way it's going to go. So we're just going to have to check that one out and watch it as it goes. Next up is TK and Andrew Martin. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just hard to look at TK's team and think that he's not going to win another match. So I'm immediately going to, to say that he's going to win this one. Um, he's favored 59 to 41. That's, pr- that's a pretty big difference. Um, obviously, those projections or win probability numbers mean nothing. But, um, you know, I think that he's going to be feeling good about his team. And, uh, you know, he doesn't have Cord- Corderell playing this week because of the bye but James Conner he's using, which is part of our trade, and he has been consistently pretty good at getting right around that 10 point or more. Um, again, last week, 9.95. Uh, and it was a very low scoring week, but still got that touchdown. You know, they just love him in the red zone. So he's he's like good for one. So um, when you, for a bye week uh, play, that's a pretty good one. Um, and then, you know, Andrew's got Chase Evans on the other side. So we'll see. Kind of who wins out on that match But I'm going to go with TK on this one I think um, uh, The big thing is Quarterback play as well Um, uh, Herbert's just been on fire And Jalen is playing the Bucks tonight And I just not uh, I'm I'm really not seeing that game You know going in in, uh, Jalen's favor so I think that Andrew's going to end up uh, Walking away with a loss this weekend Next up is Andy and Colby. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously we never know what's going to happen, but again, Andy's team has been just been on a run. I know that he has uh, Alvin Kamara out because of a bye this week, but um, he's got a lot of just really solid players that uh, have pretty good matchups. And, yeah, I mean, it's just hard to bet against Andy's team right now with how they've been performing. Colby, on the other hand, you know, the one thing he has is Josh Allen, really, and um, you just don't know what he's going to do. I mean, he, again, could put up 50 points. So uh, you never know. If, if they have both have weeks like they did last week, it's going to be very close, but I'm going to put my money on Andy. Next up, Nets and Jeremy. Um, this is going to be an interesting one because, uh, you know... Nets is choosing to play Heineke, um, and, you know, I don't know. I think it's just because Kansas' defense is horrendous right now. So, you know, we'll see what happens with it. But um, it's one of those things where, like, he's got Heineke, but then he also has Antonio Gibson. So it's like you want your quarterback to throw more touchdowns because, they're going to get more points you know but like he also has the running back on the team so it's he's going to want him to get points as well so it's definitely it's like a conflict that you uh it's just a, a kind of a frustrating place to be in sometimes it's like you want them both to score well but you know that it's probably not going to be a five four or five touchdown game but who knows um i guess the best thing you could do is hope for two touchdowns thrown for heineke and some decent yards and then antonio gibson to run two in in the red zone and then you know, at least give you a 12, 15 points or something like that. So we'll see. I think this is going to be a pretty close matchup. Um, I think uh, both of them have very strong receivers, DK Metcalf, Tyreek Hill, and then Andre Hopkins and Mike Williams. Um, Yeah, this is just a very even matchup. Their flexes are, neither of them are very strong. Tony Pollard and Fournette, you know, the defenses are both, um, I think going to be pretty good this weekend. Cowboys against New England Buccaneers against Eagles So I think this might come down to quarterback play And I'm actually going to Put my money on Aaron Rodgers Against the Bears um, Over just Heineke and Kansas City As, as much as KC's defense is horrendous I think that just uh, Rodgers might end up um, Just going off And making The the difference this week So, But we'll see We'll see both are sitting at, or sorry, Nets is at 3-2, and two. Uh, Jeremy's at 2-3, and three, so uh, this is definitely going to be a big week for Jeremy um, and, and uh, Nets as well. Last up, Luke against JB. And, yeah, this is, uh, you know, it's hard to say. Um, JB, it doesn't look like he's changed his lineup yet. Um, I'm not sure if he has. I, I don't think he has, but... He has Kenneth Gainwell sitting in as a running back right now and this game's about to start. Um and I don't I don't know why you would do that if Joe Mixon's healthy or if I don't know. I I I'm really curious about this actually. I I feel like he just hasn't adjusted his lineup because I don't know why he would start Kenneth Gainwell over a healthy Joe Mixon. Or Miles Gaskin playing Jacksonville, so um, yeah, we'll see if he makes that adjustment before the game starts, or what what's going on. But also, Luke has not um, made his adjustments either. I mean, he doesn't have any Thursday uh, players, though. Uh, let's see, Sunday, 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 Sunday. Yeah, I mean, he's got time to change his, but you know, he's got Damian Williams who is hurt, who. Um, he's on the, or not hurt, sorry. He's on the COVID list, um, because he tested positive. So he's out, but he's on, in as a starting running back. So, um, you know, he's got some adjusting to do, but, uh, he's going to be in a tough place because it, it looks like he's got Mike Davis, CH is on IR, Mike Davis is on a buy and, um, it's a good chance that Chuba Hubbard is not going to be playing this week. Um, because, uh, because, uh, McCaffrey is, is slated to come back, but we'll see again. We'll see. So I, I don't really know how to judge this matchup. um, no idea kind of i think i would lean to jb once he makes changes but we're we'll see what happens in the next couple minutes whether he catches that or not so that'll be interesting um so yeah i'm excited for this weekend hoping i win i definitely need it i know everybody else wants to win too so um this season's been a lot of fun uh so far and i'm just looking forward to the rest of it and seeing kind of what happens um with all of our teams and going into playoffs All right, guys, that's it for today's episode. As always, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.